It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Actually, I had an email the other day asking, are we on Amazon? And yes, we are. When we say we're on everything, we are there. So the weekend has come and gone in to the dreaded Monday morning, and I don't know about you, but psychologically it's always harder dragging the body out of bed for some reason, and any day that starts with M seems to be the hardest day, but it is the eighth day of May today for 2023. Coming up in just a moment, we are going to be catching up once again with Asti Mariasmo. We spoke to her last week with regard to that property report, couldn't squeeze everything in and we've got some remaining details so she will be along in just a moment. But right now it is time to head off to Canberra and to talk to Alex Smelt from Bell Property of Canberra and Alex you're not only selling real estate there, you're also an auctioneer, keeping you pretty busy at the moment. It is, yeah. It's getting t- tough to uh, work out the Saturdays, fit everything in. But uh, certainly, with a with longer days on market, you're carrying a bit more stock now. So it is a juggling act, but uh, all fun nonetheless. So what you're saying is you've got no personal life at all. Yeah, basically, yeah. And what about the uh, situation around these auctions? Because I see that Canberra's overall auction performance uh, measured 52.9% in April. That's according to the Domain Auction Report. And it is down year on year, I think 16.2 percentage points. Yeah, it is. It's certainly uh, it's certainly tricky out there at the moment. I mean, I think though those are just the reported auctions as well. So it's probably even a little bit less than that. In Canberra's most affluent region, which is the inner south, it was down to thirty four percent the clearance rates from year on year of seventy one percent last year. So it is quite a turnaround, and uh, certainly a lot more hard work on the ground to get buyers to auction. So what do you think is actually the reason for that in terms of the market auctions being down? Oh, it just seems like there's a thinning of buyers across across the ground. Um, certainly, inflationary pressures of uh, interest rates and whatnot uh, having their effects. Um, typically, a more conservative uh, demographic of purchaser here. So, certainly, until that sentiment. Uh, changes for the better. Uh, it's probably going to continue to be slow, um, and yeah, we're not sure what the next few months will look like. Yeah, I guess that last week you would have been watching that rate rise and probably a little bit stunned, like a, a lot of us were, with it going up again. I mean, that's not going to help too much. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, we did see a quick bit of buoyancy back in the market for those weeks where they'd said that they were going to hold. And of course, the last one they did, a little bit deflating to see them go back up again. And have you had any vendors that just sort of changed their minds as a result of what happened last week or not? Uh, not just yet, no, but across the board, certainly we are seeing uh, more properties uh, not sell and, and, and go back to the owner uh, unless there's a real desire to sell or a reason. You know, people are probably thinking twice about whether they're marketing their property at the moment as well. You know, it's so interesting uh, with the sentiment because it doesn't take much for that pendulum to just swing negative and then all of a sudden you find that you're starting to wade in water where it was starting to dry out. 
Yeah, exactly right. Uh, you're spot on there. And um, it's funny though, as soon as it turns back for the positive, the buyers come out and uh, the prices uh, reflect that as well. Well, I think it's going to turn though. I, I just have this feeling that, okay, whilst we had the, the 25 basis points last week, we've probably got some good things to look forward to. Always the optimist, but I think that, you know, who knows? We have the winter, unfortunately, to contend with. That's not probably going to help the cause, but I'm sure it'll swing back. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's hope. I mean, I was speaking to one of my brokers the other day and he said their inquiry levels were four times as much as they've been having in recent weeks. So naturally, you'd think there's a delay there, but it's a good sign to see people out checking their finances and and seeing, you know, what their pre-approvals are. All right. Well, good on you, Alex, and uh, good luck in the coming months there. I hope those auctions pick up for you and for the market. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. No problems, Craig. Thanks very much for having me. We unpack all the important stuff so you're better informed. Know your property with us on the Real Estate Podcast. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Well, last week we were talking with Nicola Powell, the Senior Research Analyst from Domain, about the first quarter and about how much of an indicator that is likely to be for the rest of the year. We didn't get through all of the facts from Q1, so she's going to be back again tomorrow, stepping through some more of the relevant information. If you're celebrating your birthday for today, the 8th of May, happy birthday to you. You are celebrating your birthday with Enrique Iglesias who's turning 47 Tony Tennille one half of the duo Captain and Tennille she's turning 81 Alex Van Halen the co-founder and drummer of the rock band Van Halen is 68 and Darren Hayes the Australian singer from Savage Garden is celebrating today he's turning 49 it's the main centre forecast. And around the country on our Monday morning, let's check out Sydney first and expect some windy conditions and the possibility of a chance of some rain. 18 is your forecast top. In Melbourne, expecting some showers to increase with just 15 degrees. Brisbane, expecting sunshine and 22. And in Perth, also pretty much a mainly fine day. Maybe a possible possible shower and your top of 25 degrees. Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Asti Mariasmo, who recently did a report. We were speaking with Asti a couple of days ago regarding the top 10 affordable regional areas for 2023. And good morning, Asti. You really did go into some of these smaller areas, didn't you? Yes, we did. Good morning. Um, this particular report, we did look at every single local government area, every single local council in Queensland, New New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania. So it didn't matter whether it was a large place or like a large regional area or if it's a smaller local council, we considered every single one of them without any exception. 
Now, I think uh, we are up to, in terms of discussing this report, the project development. How did that all shake out in your report? Well, one of the things as an investor or a home buyer, if you are thinking of whether investing or moving to a regional area, is you want to make sure that it keeps on growing. And because of that, project development is a criteria that we used. And we wanted to make sure that the local government area has a high estimated value of future project development, particularly when it comes to commercial and infrastructure projects, because infrastructure projects improves livability for residents and commercial projects brings in more commerce and more jobs and more money into the area. So we made sure that it has a lot of projects going into the area in 2023 and onwards. And the unemployment rate, the all-important unemployment rate, that's such a key metric to look at. It is. It is very much so. And the reason why it is, is because we wanted to make sure that it's an area that has a growing economy. And if you are thinking about moving to the area, then there are local jobs available to you. Whereas, you know, if you are thinking about investing into the area, that there is a lot of local jobs there. So people can afford to be renting your place. And what about some of these unknown areas that sort of were thrown up as areas that represented really good value? Have you got a couple of those that you can talk to? Yes, for sure, for sure. Where do you want to go first? Do you want to go to Queensland first or New South Wales? Let's start in Queensland. Okay, so if we're looking at Queensland, our top three, so to speak, um, for Queensland is up in the north. So you've got Mackay Regional Council, you've got the Sundays Regional Council and also Charters Towers, which is just above the Sundays. What was that last one? I haven't heard of that one. I know. Not many people would know about Charters Towers, um, but Charters Towers is basically just above the Sunday local government area. So it's quite a tucked in kind of um, local council. Um, many people would know about Mackay. Many people would know about Sundays because they're kind of like in that coastal sort of council. Charters Towers is just tucked in a little bit behind Sundays. I wonder if we've got anybody listening in Charters Towers. So if you are, particularly if you work in real estate, drop us a line. <laughs> and what about moving downwards? Let's have a look at New South Wales. So New South Wales is a little bit spread out. Um, so with Queensland, um, we found those three and they're kind of in a row, so to speak, like up north, like one after the other, whereas New South Wales is a little bit spread out. So on the kind of southern upper side, we've got Dubbo and Lithgow. I hope I'm saying it right. I think it's either Lithgow or Lithgow City. And then on your sort of western, southern kind of corridor, you've got Federation Council, which is just near Wagga Wagga. So, you know, people might not heard of Lithgow or they might not have heard of Federation before. You know, they've got some very strong fundamentals when it comes to the property market. All right, let's go to Victoria. What did the report throw up at you there? So, Victoria, we've got Greater Shepparton, Greater Bendigo, and the city of Ballarat. 
Um, most people might have heard of Bendigo and Ballarat, but not many have heard of Greater Shepparton. And finally, you've got some locations in Tasmania. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, so Tasmania, many people don't know of, is the Central Coast Council up top of Tasmania. We only chose one for Tasmania because of its relevant size when it comes, you know, compared to Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria. But for those in Tasmania, if Hobart is no longer affordable to you, then Central Coast up north will be your choice. All right. Plenty of really interesting places that you have managed to ferret out. Have yourself a fantastic day and uh, talk soon, Asti. Thank you so much. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 